Is that Jay Z? Jay Z yes, just is. keeps looking like my aunt every day. <laughs> Crazy. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 199 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Bowen, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on this damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, the Guyanese god himself, Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon, Young Ginger Ale, and ChatDBT. Jamu to everybody. Do, 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 do! <laughs> <laughs> It's only gonna be awkward if you use the the the, the ad libs in the in the intro. So now you just doubled up on it. I'm not mad at it though. No, it, it would be more awkward if I didn't. So it just seems like I just said it to say it for the people who don't know who West Side Gun is. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck the intro is gonna be, but uh, yeah, we're back in the studio. We are back in the studio after uh, our usual seven day hiatus. Um, yeah. Not with us today, though, uh, Miles Wilson. He is traveling back from the uh, cozy confines of Buffalo, New York, as he went to go see the Buffalo Bills circle the wagons against his New York I know, Jets. I'm oh, sorry, New York Giants. Yeah, he just got Jets on the mind. That's fair. It is fair. That's fair. But we uh, will keep him in our memory as we will. Uh... Whose jersey is this? Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later <laughs> in the pod. Uh, and to my far, far right, so far right, he's in the other room. The Saratobi Soundman himself. The great Gabagool, Greg Posovich, the voice from Beyond the Great Beyond. Matt Barber, everybody. Hello. Uh, I have a message for you. Yes. Uh, this is from my wife. She was appalled at your Halloween decoration comments last week. Mm. Well, Matt, I am so glad. We got to listen to the message first. No, that was it. That was the oh, message. Oh, that was the message? Uh, she, yeah, she was She was upset. She, she, did, she does not agree, and she thinks uh, decorating brings people together. Okay. And, uh, yeah, what do you have to say? Well, while I do not agree with what you are saying, I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Uh, <laughs> this brings me to another point. I am now in week two of my anti-Halloween, Halloween Scrooge uh, special. Uh, I was driving down the road today on my way to the studio, and I saw this house. And, I, John, I think you'll know the house I'm talking about. They got this giant-ass, like, 10-foot werewolf thing yeah, yeah, in yeah. their front lawn. Matt, mm-hmm. you've seen it, right? They got this giant-ass, like, 10-foot tall uh werewolf thing and the mouth moves and i'm sitting here it's like so you're gonna tell me that you have this just stored in your house for 350 days out of the year (laughs) and you bring and you drag it out of the basement or whatever how do you even fit it in your house it reaches the second story right so you're just telling me this thing is just sitting in your house all year and you just drag it out for 14 days out of the year you mean like christmas decorations it john john (laughs) we've been over this all right christmas Better than Halloween. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just. What's... Christmas is viewed higher than Halloween. Halloween. But like, we're not is talking. Not... We're talking about decorations. Ha- Christmas is a holiday. Is it not? Okay. Is Halloween not? Halloween is not a holiday. You don't get off. We didn't get off for school for Halloween. We got off for Christmas. 
Because it's a religious holiday. Oh, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. <laughs> well, maybe. It, again, okay, well, people, you be, do you don't have the same energy for people who decorate for, like, 4th of July and shit? I'm very, you, John, you know how I stand. I am very anti, what's this, nationalism? Okay, again, but Down he's anti-America. Goddamn right. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. I've always said. JT's America, NASCAR makes a right turn. <laughs> I've always said, all right. It ain't red, white, and blue until it's the Olympics and it's basketball. Then, God damn it, if this ain't the greatest goddamn country in the world. <laughs> but until then, no, screw that. If you're decorating for 4th of July, you're also a weirdo, all right? Okay, so what's the list of acceptable holidays to decorate for? Also, Matt, was Laura listening or did you just tell her? No, Were you just so appalled? It. Oh, shout out to Laura. Love the support. Faithful listener, Laura. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, friend of the pod. Shout out. Uh, Acceptable holidays for decorations. Christmas. Mm -hmm. My birthday. Who the what? fuck is decorating for your birthday? Bro, I gotta put your face on my lawn? Yes, you should. <laughs> um, you can't do that out here. No, not out here. <laughs> I'm gonna get a 12-foot JT from Home Depot. Oh, yeah. And it'll be matched with a 12-foot something else across the street. <laughs> I saw I did see a TikTok where someone drove by and someone had the twelve foot skeleton, but they taped on a giant pair of balls to yeah. the skeleton. <laughs> they were like giant metal balls. They got the truck nuts. Truck nuts I wanna say yeah, truck nuts on the Nah that's that's crazy. Uh yeah, so Christmas and that's pretty much it. Um what other holidays or things can you think of that deserve decorations? No, I'm asked that's I asked what holidays are acceptable that's to it. decorate for you. That's it. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Christmas, mm -hmm. Hanukkah. You can put the manure outside. It's, so it's fine. Very inclusive. Very inclusive. So fuck Kwanzaa? John, please. <laughs> fuck Kwanzaa? John, Uncle Ruckus? John, that's how you feel? We decorate inside the house, not outside. Because, John, I don't need a 12-foot something going up across the street from my house. Oh, no. Exactly. Oh, no, indeed. You mean in the front lawn? Bro, I, it's just... <laughs> Yeah, I, I can light something. <laughs> I'll, I'll light something at my house. They're lighting something over there, too. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, indeed. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about Easter? People decorate for Easter. If you're decorating your house for Easter, you're just a weirdo. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you can decorate eggs. Fine. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all, for, the, I'm all for the egg hunt. What, so do you, in, what in could JT's you possibly America. put on your house for Easter? What, a bunny? People do the inflatable shit for like every holiday. That's the pro- And we're getting to the problem. That's the problem. We're spending our money too much on these things. For someone who repeatedly says, I don't want to yuck someone's yum, you're, it's, you're yucking a lot of yums. When have I ever said, I, I am the king of yucking other people's You're yums. the person I learned that phrase from. Well, just because you learn something from me doesn't mean I abide 100% by it. I'm just, I'm here to teach people. This is what I do on this pod. I teach people. I educate the, the masses, John, about things they may or may not have already known. Well, yeah. I'm not, I, John, look, John, John, I very, I consider myself very inclusive. I consider myself having an open mind of, of sorts. Um, uh -huh. But there's just some things in, in the world that I will you not, hate Halloween. I will not stand for. I will not stand for. will not for stand it. for Halloween? I will not stand for Halloween. But you stand for the hoes getting dressed on Halloween. Uh, two things I will not stand for, John. Halloween and the national anthem. Okay. I'll tell you who will stand for Halloween. Who? That 12-foot werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> a 
thought you were going to say the 12-foot thing. The 12-foot thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this Matt, is Matt, Lauren didn't happen to hear the intro when she listened to the podcast, right? She did, but she was confused. Yes! Oh, great, so it was the, probably the older version of Miles talking really loudly over it. Huzzah! We're safe. Yeah, or he was like, Matt, can you turn my mic on? Yeah. Matt, like, turn my speakers up! <laughs> oh! Miles did learn that being one take hove is a flex after he tried to be in the booth that day. Hey, man. It's hard to be. The booth humbles all. Yeah. The booth humbles all. It's hard to be a one take god like me, but you know, it is what it is. You did not one take your rap. Hmm? You didn't one take your rap. Says who? I was there. What do you mean? Fake news. See that? I thought you were here to educate the masses, and here you are lying, pushing nah, your propaganda. This is, what, this, is what I, this is what I'm telling you, people. Lying the lying, yeah. lamestream Guyanese media. Wow. Trying. <laughs> I thought you were inclusive. <laughs> trying to disband and disrupt. The diaspora. <laughs> the diaspora. Not the diaspora. The diaspora. <laughs> Not regular spora. We got diaspora. <laughs> you get this in it, Family Dollar? <laughs> Diet spora. Diet spora. <laughs> it's not called. It's not called sprite. It ain't starry. It's starry now. It ain't sprite. It's starry. Diet spora. is tainted with aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Damn right it is. Oh my <laughs> goodness gracious. This is this is a rousing start it's to the two man pod. Absolutely fan. We are blazing a trail here. You know who else I am was roused? Hot. <laughs> Rouse. So you're just, you're just, you're just, it's a white erasure for you, just erasing Matt? How dare you? Last I checked, there's three of us recording right now. How dare you? Well, How I only, dare you? I only count two people in this room right now. Interesting. And as we have already established, hence by the opening, he is the voice from Beyond the Great Beyond. So. I don't know, last I checked, he has his own audio track. Just saying. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He does? Oh, yeah. okay. This is news to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Last time... <laughs> Again, I don't even know any of the audio tracks. I just... There's only one audio track I know in this pod. It smells like bitch in here! <laughs> My favorite button in the whole goddamn world. Uh, but I will say, this was a very interesting uh, slate. Actually, before we get into the football, shout out to Liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, staying alive in the WNBA Finals. Team. Um... A rousing uh, double-digit win against the Aces on Sunday. Uh, John Quill Jones, Stewie leading the way. So shout out to them. They will look to uh, obviously by the time this pod comes out, game three will already game four mm-hmm. would have already happened. So hopefully they are pushing it to a game five, which would then be the decisive game because uh, for whatever reason WNBA is only best of five. But we move anyway. Um, that sounds like some haters. It's just, uh, it's, again, it's, I could go on for days about what's wrong with the WNBA, but mm-hmm. at it, now is not the time, at a later time, at a later time, but not not now. But you know what time it was? It was too early in the goddamn morning for some football, but yeah, we move anyway because my Ravens, just kidding, John's Ravens <laughs> held it down in London when everybody was, this, bro, I... Honestly, God, I think I woke up at like 10.45 and I was like, oh, crap, I still, I forgot I put a parlay in for that game. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, I, one, was kind of upset because usually I leave work whenever the game's going to start on Sunday. So, like, if the game's at 1, I'll leave at work at 1. Um, if the game's at 4, which I don't think we've had a 4 o'clock game yet, I usually would be like, all right, whatever, I'll stay longer at work. But that shit being a 9.30 sort of fucked me up because then I had an 11 o'clock and basically ended up having 10, 11, and 12. 
So the good thing about it is two of the people were my boys. So I literally had the game on on my phone while I was like working on them. Um, but like it, it, it's one of those things that like lending games are cool. Like I, I, I liked, I think more teams should do what the Ravens did of going there early. I think it's that's good. What, that's what the Jaguars do. But they're seasoned to this already. Like they, yeah, they, go, they go every, every year. Yeah. But um, the Ravens, the only other time they played in London was John Harbaugh's worst loss of his career. So mm. they kept bringing him up. It was like they they went in 2017 and lost like 44 to like seven laws or 17 or some shit like that. Like it was bad. So, but when they did it last time, they left on the Friday. So they were basically like, yeah, we're gonna do everything the opposite of what we did last time. But like just throughout the week, all the media stuff, all the players, like one they they brought players and their family. And then it's also like they had the time of do shit in England, enjoy England, and then practice and treat the week like a normal week. We're just doing it over here. So um, it led to a pretty solid performance on the field. Oh. Pretty solid performance on the field. Uh, we got the dub. It, it's still There's still a lot of question marks for the Ravens as a whole. Um, we are the opposite of a second half team. Um, our defense is still like, oh, man, I really hope if we don't win a Super Bowl this year that Mike McDonald doesn't leave until we win a Super Bowl. Mm because he's coaching his fucking ass off and is absolutely going to get head coach stuff this season. Like, there's a, a section of uh, Ravens Twitter that, like, they'll tweet about it, and they'll after, they'll be like, oh, man, Mike McDonald's coaching a really bad game, like, and just trying to get some some slander off. Wow. Um, To keep him, keep him here. Uh, it's all good. It's all love, though. But, like, man, our defense is playing fucking fantastic. Um, the game itself... Again, I think we definitely left points off the board. Shout out to Zay Flowers getting his first touchdown. Mars throwing good balls, man. That was kind of crazy, wasn't it? A little bit. That a little was, bit. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about quarterback. I don't care. The pause never stops. That all pause. Anyway, um, <laughs> no pause. All homo. Yeah, twenty-one um, of thirty. That's a fit. Two thirty-three efficient. One interception. Not the greatest, but you know. Yeah, but the uh the interception. They uh I, I saw it and they've been showing a lot of clips of it because it was it seems like Bateman ran the wrong route. Mm. So they were just like, Yeah, basically Bateman was supposed to run to the sideline and it was supposed to be a back shoulder mm. and he stopped and cut in. Uh, so Lamar put it where it was supposed to be. No mis- mis- miscommunication, it happens. Yeah. Um, but you know, people's been roasting demands. Um obviously I wish we could have got more from Bateman and but I still think he's getting written off a little too early. Like he's a player who wasn't injury prone coming out of college so it's like you know falling on some tough times it feels like which is rough i still think he could be a good player like he's shown us the flashes but um we'll see from there but hey man we we got not quite a get right game because we almost fucking blew the spread at the end of the game oh my goodness i'm glad i didn't have the spread i just had the money line but stress you just i mean malik but, uh, willis that was that was rough yeah but that was rough our deep like we have the number one red zone defense in the league no no i, I your like, defense, defense is great is but like, like Oh yeah, Malik Willis. Was, that's just that was rough. Yeah. Um. So I I think it's a game that we continue to build off of. I still think the best they have to come, but we definitely have a lot of things to figure out. But that's all I really got, man. Um. I hope Kyle Hamilton doesn't get booed forever. Whenever if they ever goes back to London, um. For that ejection, I think was pretty questionable. I thought that was it was it's weak because all right, it's it's one of those situations where it's like look, it's just the nature of the sport where the. Like, just physics. Yeah. He's obviously going to put his crown of the helmet towards where the hands will be to jar the ball. It just so happens that the helmet that's just how where it fell. Mm-hmm. Like I it sucks, like, but that's just how it is. Yeah, and uh, I just saw 
I guess from his press conference today, Harbaugh was literally like, I, I would like to get a definition on it because it seems like it's a, just the judgment call and there was nothing about that play that would lean one way or the other. So that was kind of fucked up, for, especially for Kyle who's having a great season. But um, shout out Geno Stone, man. Geno Stone is balling the fuck out, leading the league in interceptions. And this is a seventh round pick who's bounced around. Like it, It's very similar to Chuck Clark's story, honestly. Mm. Um, he's playing good football. The, the good guys won a game again. There's hope back in Baltimore to watch the taste out of last week's loss. Um, and, you know, we're just, we're just looking at next week's going to be a tough matchup, though. Uh, we'll get, to, we'll get to that a little bit later. But, um, the, the, the formula every week, and I feel like you might feel the same way about this, is just like the offense has got to get a little better, a little more consistent each week. And that's all you can really ask for. Yeah. That's all you ask for. And to keep hitting your player props. Yeah. That's all I ask for. I'm just Shout gonna- out Mark Andrews for receptions. Shout out Zay Flowers. 40 yards. 50, 50 <laughs> yards. By the skin of my teeth, the 50 yards. Oh, my goodness. It's just, I think I might just go from now on just Zay Flowers receptions. Because it just feels like he they're just. He's our wide receiver one. Yeah. They just feed, they feed the balls. I'm not just not a lot of yards, but. Yeah, I mean, the, he's the type of player. You just get it in his hands and let him have space and just let him make a play. Yeah, absolutely. Now Snagular, nice little catch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Had to make up. Good thing. I, it's it's funny you say that about like the whole like London thing because on the. Sunday night football like the pregame mm-hmm. show they were saying that well I think it was the postgame show and McCourty was saying yeah like Patriots have gone a few times he's gone a few times and mm-hmm. they've done both where it's like hey they've gone on like a Tuesday and then they've gone on a Friday mm-hmm. and players are always going to go out because they want to sightsee mm-hmm. and things like that he was like yeah like I, all day Saturday I was out just touring and then we had the, the game on mm-hmm. Sunday and I think if I was a coach I'd have him go out probably on a Tuesday Get yeah, out like there, get acclimated. Went, uh, they went Monday morning. Yeah. So they left Monday morning. and Because guys are going to bring their families because how many times are you exactly. going to get to in London? And a big thing, too, is a lot of the players are like, bro, like, it was so good for team bonding. Yeah. Because he's like, most of the time, like, everyone, the moment practice is done, they're going home to their families and going to do other stuff. Yeah. So, like, this way, it's sort of like hanging out in the hotel and just sort of spending more time with your teammates. Just like, that's always good. Regardless of what it is, like, that, like you always want to build that chemistry and find other ways to, like, have good vibes off the field mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of people are commenting about the Ravens locker room in general so for it to be even stronger and to just hear it like not from other people from like players and press conferences literally going yeah one of my favorite parts about this trip is just getting to chill with guys who I don't normally chill with mm-hmm. like that's that's super dope always nice to see it always nice to see it yeah, uh, except for the, the the turf in Tottenham Stadium yeah it looks like it's bad carpet like, yeah. like I was watching some of the we gotta think about it like you don't need all that impact of <laughs> like players aren't crashing to the ground at the same rate for soccer that's true but still like i feel like people i feel like those guys would probably rather play on that surface mm-hmm. like because it's natural grass and things like that oh for sure then i mean the, the fucking world cup's gonna be they're putting grass on the fucking stadium yeah so harbaugh talked about uh when because one of the main questions was about the turf also one of the things he's like he feels like ted lasso um because when he was doing the press conferences in the stadium like they had the little like seating area and shit ah um but his he was like the players came to uh, Bishotti a couple years ago and was like hey man we want turf like it's gonna prevent you to do all these things and he was like alright cool like nice. owners who respect their players wow crazy. owners who actually listen to their players concerns wow imagine that well moving on to the other uh, other one of our teams since he's not here we will talk about it anyway New York Giants put up a heck of a fight up yeah. in Buffalo I was surprised I think all of America was surprised at that result a 
fourteen to nine game yeah. in which the what the Bills didn't score their touchdowns until like what the fourth quarter. I mean, the Giants credit their defense. They had the Bills looking absolutely disheveled, lost, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um Tyra looked good. I mean, as good as you can for a backup. Two hundred yards. Couple decisions, but still, he showed that he's still a solid player. So that's elite that's, quarterback drip, by the way. Elite quarterback drip. Elite quarterback drip. So that's what we want to we want to talk. We got to bring up the two big plays in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the play at the end of the half, mm-hmm. um, where they're on the goal line at like the two or the one, mm-hmm. and he checks down. He checks out of it to a run, and obviously they get stuffed. They don't get back to the line. End of the half. No points. And at the time, I believe it was 6-0. You could have gone into the half, gone into halftime up two possessions, right? Could have gone at the least 9-0. I mean, that, that was the whole thing. Like, you do a passing play, it gives you the opportunity if you don't convert yes. to, you know, kick a field goal, get some easy points. Yep. And then Dable is screaming at him on the sideline, which I thought was like, I get it. But like you can't show up your player like that. Yeah, you gotta. That's a you, that's you a can, locker you, room that's thing. That's a you can just yell on the sideline, not at him. Like you know, you at that point you could sit here and be like, "Oh, I'm mad we didn't convert," and then you talk about it in private, like in the locker room. Like you shit. you do that yelling in the locker room. Yeah, like away from the cameras because now mm-hmm. that's literally. That literally, that that was the entire thing. They literally tracked him yelling at him up until they went to the locker room, mm-hmm. and like, you can't do that, especially Tyrod. Like, that's a veteran. Like, he's been around the league way and too honestly, long for that. I agree. Like, this is a super. This is a quarterback with Super Bowl ring. Don't forget, shout out Joe Flacco. He was a starter. He's a guy that's led teams to playoffs. This is the guy who gave Bills the Bills their first playoff berth of like this century. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I th- I think like. I agree with you can't do that to a veteran player like that. But, like, imagine if it was a young player, how much worse that would have been. It's bad. Like, if it was an inexperienced quarterback, that would have, like, shattered them. Like, I get, like, I don't know what he saw. Cause even on the replay, I'm like, all right, like, yeah, they only had, like, three lined up on that side. But even still, like, you don't want to ever put that. No. You, you don't want to do that. Cause it's, it's, you have, by you checking down, that means we got to score. Like, you have to score on that. Yeah. And it comes back to bite him because, look, if, if, you, the, if the Giants had that, those three extra points, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of having to, score a touchdown on the final drive, you're only going down to kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. And credit the Giants for driving, marching down the field, putting together arguably their best drive of the game. Yep. Marching down the field, they ran the, I thought they ran that two-minute drill. The drive before to, that was really good as well, where they just basically it, ran the ball the entire shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when Saquon finally got some holes, like yeah. it was, they, they ran that two-minute drill to perfection, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it just didn't pan out. Uh, obviously, a big no-call in the end zone with the jump ball to uh, Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, you kind of knew the refs weren't going to throw mm-hmm. the flag twice. I thought the first flag was questionable in the red zone. I'm not I, mad at that one. Like, I could see why they threw the flag, but I could have seen—I could have seen why, uh, what do you call it? I could have seen why they did. Sorry. Mm-hmm. If they did throw the flag, I could see why. If they didn't throw the flag, I could see why, too. The last one, I'm sorry, you got to throw the flag on Yeah. That. You got, like, he's— Literally was, pulling his shoulder that was way pad more down. obvious. Than way the first more, one. way more. Like pulling the shoulder, like a big jersey pull, and his his arm is literally like he's grabbing his arm. Like that is very direct. He, he could not get his second his, arm. He up. couldn't lift his left arm up because yeah. his arm his arm was being dragged down. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the play call itself, though? Like going to Waller for the jump ball with no time remaining. Honestly, I think at that point, and like I was watching with my family, like. I'm not mad at trying to run that ball. Like, you, I understand it's red zone. They're going to load up the box or like something. I think even trying to get someone out in a flat, 
like maybe a little rollout of some sort, something, play action, something, because you you just bullied their offensive line to get you all the way down there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tyrod made passes because they didn't have any timeouts, but like the possession before, that's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. So I think that like that's one of those where, yes, Darren Waller is a very good player, but um, I think that's one you go, this is my best player. Let me let him make a play. So that ball's got to get in Saquon's hands somehow. I agree. I I, I, I think if you run like a, like a flat or something and then a slant for Waller, like sure, then you have a couple options. But like to me, it's this is the end of the game. I want the ball in my best player's hands. I'm right there with you. I wasn't too mad at the play because mm-hmm. Darren Waller is six. He's basically a basketball player. He's six foot six. Yes. You know he's got at least five or six inches on the DB that was covering yeah. him anyway. That's why he had to pull his jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at. It. And Waller almost came down with the ball. Yeah. So, but agreed. That situation, I'm giving it to the person who is the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. That is Saquon Barkley, uh, and honestly, if even if they ran the ball, future Ravens Saquon Barkley, maybe future Ravens Saquon Barkley. Check back, talk soon. Um, even if it's a halfback dive, look, that's he's an amazing athlete. Yeah. I would trust Saquon. Let him to, jump over the pile. Yeah, I would trust. Say Saquon, we need you to jump. Just jump. We got the push. Just jump over the pile, or get Saquon out in space. Give a little toss play or something. But yeah, them not putting the ball into their best player's hands is kind mm-hmm. of a miss. Again. Darren Wall is their second best player, so it's not like it's too yeah, it's crazy. Not a big like if thing, they went but... to like I don't know, like Slayton yeah. or Hyatt, I'm like, all right, like come on, bro. Like Hyatt made some plays though. He made, some made plays some... on the drive. He had Hyatt a big catch plays. across the middle. He had a big block on a Saquon uh, run. I think Slayton had some guys catches. I mean, again, credit credit uh, Tyrod. He yeah. he had some really good deep balls, really good ball mm-hmm. placement in this game. Um, that's what you want. That, that he's what we call, like you know one of those like high level backups mm-hmm. where it's like you know what if he had to start for half a season i'd be okay with that yeah like i i, I could feel comfortable my team could probably get two or three wins out of that mm-hmm. so you know what i i guess for the giant fans it's a win-win because you get a very very competitive game you saw some things you liked and you get a loss i i still the tank. think I, I yeah i i think that the bills didn't play to Obviously, they didn't play the win. I think it's like the first cold weather game, and the Bills fucking played like ass. And it's just like it, the Bills are a dome team that play in Buffalo. Dome, it literally. makes no sense. Yeah, you put the Bills in fucking Minnesota, they'd be. They talk about championship contender for sure. <laughs> Team one every year. Like it's crazy, man. Um, but like that—that that was the theme of this week. Like, um, you, you know, your your team is a part of that as well. But the theme—the theme of this week, which I think honestly, like, even though the Bills came out the win, I don't think. That was winning football from them at all, and I don't not. think they should be happy with that shit in the no. slightest. I mean, Josh Allen was—you could hear it in his voice in the post game, like mm-hmm. when they're interviewing him. Like he was pissed because there's no reason why that game should have been yeah. close in the first place. Like the fact that they had to the scratch and claw for a five-point win over a team that has not scored an offensive touchdown this calendar month. They have not scored an offensive touchdown since the week three against the Niners, mm-hmm. and you just went toe to toe and one snuck out a five-point win mm-hmm. at home. On Sunday night? Yeah, primetime game at home. Gross. Come on. Like, that's that, that's embarrassing. And I know, like, Stephon Diggs was, was on the post game as well, and he kind of, like, was like, yeah, you know, it's gritty win. Like, for the cameras. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this was a good win. Like, we were galvanized. You know, we at halftime, we were like, yo, guys, we got to get it together. You can bet in that locker room, they're like, yo, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Like That was one where you, you thought Dayball was yelling? I'm sure old boy was roasting them. Yo, like, that, that was... No, that was that was not it um, by the Bills, and I don't know if this is just a one-off for them, but that's not a. This is not know, something man. I would take into your next game uh, as a positive for the Bills because mm-hmm. let's see who do the Bills. I mean, granted, the Bills get a get-right game; they go to New England. 
That I, should be a win, but I mean, now you're going on the road. It could be another. Mm-hmm. It's been nasty weather for the last like month and a half here in the yeah, Northeast. Bills do not play well in bad weather. They don't play good in bad weather. You could go up to New England. It could be another nasty situation. Like mm-hmm. you might have to squeak out a win there, and then you have to go and face a good team. And I think Miami after that. So I, I honestly feel like sorry, the Tampa. the losses, and not like little losses, but like the personnel losses that the Bills have hit each week fucking wait on them now i feel like it's like to me that's how it felt of just like the all right like we're gonna come out again this is a team we should win but like we just like it nothing is given in the national football league and you done lost a key player every fuck at least one every fucking week so I think that one, like that compounded with the fact that they expected to this, like the Giants team to roll over mm-hmm. is, is why they like, it's not the only reason, but like, I, I think that's what it looked like to me. Like that's what they were showing. But um, yeah, man, I, there's no moral victories as Miles would say. Um, but I think the Giants should not be super, like, I think they can hang their hat on the way they played for most of that game, especially the defense. Like that's a big I, you like, held, that's you a held big win for the defense, 14 honestly, points. man. Yeah. They couldn't do anything for three quarters of the mm-hmm. game. I, I I think that's something to be very proud of. You had mm-hmm. a you held a lead deep into the second half against arguably a team that's gonna be in Super Bowl contention mm-hmm. or Super Bowl talks. They're gonna be yeah. in the playoffs. But I'm just saying, like, it's a team that people have picked for, mm-hmm. you know, that have Super Bowl aspirations. So people. You know, good for the Giants. Uh you know, I was kind of, I was really rooting for them because, hey, a lot that would have made the Bills four and three. I was gonna say, then my uh, my possible uh, division winner parlay would have still been alive with you guys. It still is though. I cashed out already. I cashed I out. Still not. I, I had no I hope. Can't. I had no hope. Like it's just the Dolphins are a wagon. The Dolphins are a wagon. Like, and I, it's not even like in all seriousness, the Dolphins are a wagon. Yeah. They were down fourteen to zero at home, and they were like, oh, that's no, that's no biggie. They still put up forty two points and won by twenty one. Like. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, this, this team is this a is wagon. My, uh, division. This is my division winner probably. All right, we're going to look at the oh, So, John's got the Chiefs. Okay. Eagles. Okay. Saints. Yes. Jets. Oof. Ravens. Okay. Niners. Yes. Lions. See, like, everything about this will come to fruition yeah. except for the Jets. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part. That's the unfortunate thing. Because that would have netted me 1500 bucks. I mean, look. It, it, On it, five. Look, I'm right there with you, buddy. Like, I, I had a parlay. I think it was a four-legger. It was Jaguars, Jaguars, Chiefs, Lions, Jets. They would have gave me like five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So, it is what it is. We, 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 it's okay. It's okay. But at least you'll know. Like, if you get like six of those seven, you at least you know ball. At least you know ball. I mean, we know I know ball. We know he knows ball. Do you know who else knows ball? Do you know who else knows ball? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, been waiting on this. Is it someone who plays for a green team with the last name Wilson? Oh, and I'm not talking about the quarterback. Oh, I've been waiting I'm not talking for about the this. Ladies and gentlemen, your, our New York Jets pulled off what no other team has been able to do all season. You know what that is, John? What is it? Beat the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> The Jets, who had not beaten the Eagles ever in the history of ever, netted their first win in franchise history over them birds on Sunday in a 20-14 to 14 win. Oh, my gosh. What a roller coaster of a game. I mean, look, and I'm going to say it right here, right in and out. We, we, we talked about it last week. 
We're going to talk about it now. The Jets can go places with gringo Mark Sanchez. Zach, well, I, 19-33 does not jump off the page. I get it. 186 does not jump off the page. I get it. A quarterback rating of 73.5 does not jump off the page. I get it. But damn it if that man did not help the Jets win this football game with some very clutch throws throughout this game. Again, I'm not one to sit here and say Zach Wilson is him. He is far from him. But as long as he can be gringo Mark Sanchez, the Jets have a chance at the playoffs. And last week I talked about how I was like, hey, if the Jets lose at 2-4, and four, that's fine. Because you're only one game behind schedule because everybody pegged the Jets to be 3-3 three and three at the bye, mm-hmm. even with Aaron Rodgers. They were talking about that in pregame, too. However, the Jets have done something that not even the MTA can do. And that is be on schedule. Because your Jets are 3-3 three and three at the bye, sans Aaron Rodgers. All right? And look who finally had their big game. I don't care that he caught the touchdown in... The week one, this was his best game of the season. Garrett Wilson, eight catches, 90 yards, some big catches, some big receptions. Oh, my goodness. That is a wide receiver one. And, of course, you know what's crazy? Brees Hall didn't even have that great of a game. 12 carries for 39 yards. One touchdown. It's not a good game at all. But yet it was enough. Mm-hmm. It was enough. My boy Xavier Gibson, they finally ran a gadget play mm-hmm. for him and ended around for 18 yards. I was so happy. I was so thrilled. But, John... Yeah, you were spitting last week. John. John. Yes. I would be remiss. I would be absolutely remiss. You know what? Play my theme music. Play my theme music. They called him a madman. But this defense is one of the best we are seeing in the NFL right now. Because look at the quarterbacks we make. We have made look mid. Josh Allen, Mid. Pat Mahomes, mid, and got to be saved by the refs. Everybody's man crush right now, Jalen Hurts, mid. Three interceptions. You're telling me, we have taken three of what some peg as elite quarterbacks in the league and have caused them to throw multiple interceptions in the same game. Who is doing that, John? What defense in the league right now? is making Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts in the span of, like, what, five weeks? Five weeks. Six weeks, sorry. Six weeks. Look average. And don't you goddamn dare say anything about that Cowboys game. Look, everybody has a down week. It is what it is. But you're going to sit here and tell me that this Jets defense, without DJ Reed, we knew that going in, then 24 hours before the game, they say Sauce Gardner's not going to play because of a concussion. We're like, all right, well, damn, like A.J. Brown, A.J. Goblin's going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Devonta's going to go crazy. Now, granted, A.J. Goblin did go Goblin yeah, mode. He went, he went 131 on 7 percent. He's him, though. He's a wide receiver one, too. Mm-hmm. But Devonta, 5 for 44. Mind you, he had a huge, huge drop in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. right? But you know why? Because he was getting scared. He knew somebody was coming over the top. Take his head off. You know what I'm saying? But I don't like that. I like Devontae Smith. I wouldn't say I like that. He's usually pretty good. I like Devontae. I got him on my fantasy team. I like him too. He's a good guy. Good guy. He went to a good school. He's from Batman. He's gonna he's gonna he's from a good family. Um but the family can help him on Sunday. Nobody could help him on Sunday. This defense is so good. Quinn and Williams, first career interception. Shout out to him. Got more interceptions than sauce. Hey man, it is what it is. Charge it to the game. 
Quincy Williams, again, I'm telling you again, I will tell was you this. Quincy every... the one who got stiff armed by Jalen, though, at the beginning of the game? It's a... That shit was rough. Jalen's a big boy. I'm not going to no, lie. No, no, I, I get it. No, but I like, get it. But like, it, looked like also... a, it looked like when you're pushing away a child where instead of trying to claw at his arm, he was just like, eh, I can't reach. It might have been, been somebody else. Don't put slander on my boy. <laughs> you might have been. You, you got dyslexia. It might have been a different number. Anyway, I'm going to keep telling you guys this every week. Quincy Williams is going to be in the Pro Bowl. And if he's not, for sure, for sure, if, if, and he's and he should be, he should get all pro votes because he is him. Mm-hmm. He's him. He's him. Our front, our front line, amazing. Now, granted, granted, and I will give the Eagles fans a little bit of a reprieve because they did have a huge injury. Lane Johnson went mm-hmm. down, yeah. and that I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like that is a huge injury to that own line. He, that's an all pro type guy. Potential, maybe, maybe, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. guy in the future. But, like, that's huge. But the Jets took advantage of it. Their mm-hmm. secondary stepped up. You had, like, no-name guys. Guys, you brought up the practice squad. Yeah, yeah. Practice squad guys. Oh, we made a big play in the end zone. Like, come on. We got a safety. Safety. We got a safety this game. Are you kidding me? Wait, no. We didn't get a safety. I'm sorry. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I don't know why. I'm just high off of life right yeah, now. geeked up. I'm ge- you know what I'm thinking of? I'm, ge- I'm thinking of the game that I was watching. I was doing the highlights for. Mm. While I was watching the Jets game, it was the Raiders game. <laughs> and, like, get this, right? I'm finishing up my Raiders highlight, right, mm-hmm. of the Patriots. The Jet game goes to the two-minute warning. I haven't peed since, like, 10.30 a.m. What do you work for fucking the Sunday ticket? Bro, I work for... Work for Red Zone? Bro, basically. Shit is crazy. I just didn't I just didn't go to the bathroom. So I'm like, all right, two-minute warning. Boom, going to go to the bathroom. Bro, both the uh, all-gender bathrooms that mm-hmm. are, like, right next to our, like, little room we're taking some like shit gotta run like halfway across the building to the men's room right go to the bathroom we're sprinting back as soon as i come in the room everybody looks at me you're like hey and i'm like what the heck happened mad out like, of breath mad out of breath they're like where were you i was like i was in the bathroom they just got an interception i'm like what and i look back and i look at the replay and it's like oh jalen hurts on third and nine throws an interception mind you right i was very confused to call john i'm assuming you're gonna be on the same boat as me but like hey the Jets had no timeouts left at the two-minute warning, mm-hmm. right? It's third and nine. If you run a play, even if you don't get the first down, you can kill time off the clock. You pin the Jets back inside their 20 mm-hmm. and force Zach Wilson and the Jets to go the length of the field, which they hadn't been able to do all game, basically, give or take one drive or so, and force them to win the ball game. I don't understand that call by Nick Sirianni. I don't understand the decision by Jalen Hurst to throw that pass into double coverage. I'm happy about it, but from a football perspective, I'm just very at a loss as to that that play calling right at the end. Yeah, I uh, I like Jalen Hurts. I like him too. I think he's a good quarterback. He's a Q. To me, he's honestly an elite game manager. Interesting. Not in the sense of he can't make the plays. I think he can absolutely make the plays that you need, but like... I don't, I think that if he wasn't playing with, like you could say about almost any quarterback, about playing with a really good offensive line or like with a good defense or all those things. But like, to me, he's like, I guess just maximizing his situation instead of like. uh, That's like a Brock Purdy type? Almost. Um, I think Brock Purdy. I think that if he was on another team, I don't think we'd be looking at him the same way. Like as. Like, even we could sit here and say, damn, Jay Herbo is fucking nice. He gets no help, mm-hmm. right? He has weapons. But, like, this man is putting together great games, and they're not losing because of Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that 
Um, Jalen Hurts is the reason that they lose. Again, I think he's a great quarterback, but like to me, he's not someone that I would sit here and go as an MVP quarterback. Do you think that's just because of how they game plan and scheme with him? Like that's just how the Eagles are because the Eagles are very you know not say ground and pound but they're very gritty methodical we're gonna like their first yeah, so, drive of so the that's game my they thing. Had 19 i feel like plays. when they and that's why they're not don't get me wrong they're not frauds they're not the fucking cowboys but like there's a lot of times year. when shit gets like you're in a high pressure situation and your normal approach doesn't work what do you do mm-hmm. and i don't feel like jalen hurts has enough of the intangibles does that make sense Intangibles meaning like he can just say, "Hey guys, makes up not a nothing." F the game plan. This is what we're gonna be doing. Like, uh, no, just more so the... in the like, I got to make something out of nothing out of this in a key moment of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's other quarterbacks I have more faith to do it than Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like again, I think he's a very good quarterback, but to me, like the only reason they got MVP votes, he would got MVP votes last year was because of the fucking team's record. And part of that team's record was how elite that defense was last year. Yeah, most sacks in the league. Yeah. Like, an insane if they had an area. average defense, I don't think we're sitting here. No, talking if they about- hadn't, they, and I think Eagles fans will agree. Like they, the strength of that team last year was the defense. And it's granted. AJ Brown was amazing. Devonta Smith. Amazing. Yeah. Um, they got great production out of miles Sanders, but mm-hmm. you know, Fletcher Cox and them boys, Hassan Reddick, Mm-hmm. All those guys, Brandon Graham, like they were why that team was so good because they they were able to pin their yeah. ears back every single time, get after the quarterback, give their offense more possessions to go down the field and score. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not angry. I'm not mad at that take. Yeah, I, um, just, I think he's I, me personally. I still think he's a top ten quarterback just because. Yes, I think it's a top. He's, to me, like I don't think a top ten quarterback to, wins the MVP. No, you gotta be top five. Exactly, top five, top five. Top and to five. me, I don't think he's he's in there. Like I again, he's a he's definitely a higher tier quarterback. He is not mid, by any stretch. Not any stretch. Not no, mid. Not mid. He's not Dakota. But um, no, I don't think he's in that upper tier of quarterback that to me puts you in the you can win an MVP any season. Like he's not he's not in the Mahomes. No, he's Allen not. Type. To me, he's not a quarterback that will win MVP based on the situ like regardless of the situation their team is in. Mm-hmm. Like. He's a quarterback that if he's going to be in the MVP conversation, it would have to be like last year where the defense is elite and that brings you a lot of winning games. Like, I just feel like he, like in that, I, I don't think it's a talent disparity. You know what I mean? It's just one of those, like, I just feel like I haven't seen enough of him doing the fucking extra shit. And mind you, I'm not someone who watches the Eagles all the time, but like, again, it could just be scheming. It could just be their game plan. It's just very like pedestrian yeah very good this is what we do we have a really good roster and it works so we keep doing it but the teams and the players that separate themselves or when that shit doesn't work what do you do yeah and that's how i feel i don't feel like he has that extra oomph like i don't know how else to describe it to me it's that he he doesn't have that like x factor to me that puts him into that upper tier not saying he'll never get it i just think he hasn't shown it to me just quite yet but he also hasn't necessarily had to he hasn't like yesterday would have been a great fucking time you want to sit here and be the only unbeaten team left in the NFL? That would have been a great fucking time. Three picks? The play you're talking about? Like. So, I want you to know just how, whether it's the Eagles offense or elite, how elite the Jets defense is. But this is, these are the drives. After the Eagles second touchdown, which is the which was the uh, swift touchdown catch. This is what their drives were looking like, John. Mm-hmm. Fumble, punt, punt, 
Interception. Missed field goal. Interception. Turnover on downs to end the game. Oof. The Jets held them scoreless the entire second half. Like, and I'll tell you the yards, the yards that they netted on these drives, right? Mm-hmm. On, the, on the fumble one. 32 yards. 27, 4, 33, 63, which was the missed field goal. 26, 2. So only one of those drives, the Jets allowed them to gain more than 40 yards on the field. That's eliteness right there. Mm. It's eliteness right there. I just, I don't know what to tell you, man. I This is 85 Bears? No. We're not going to get to 85 Bears. But this is this is special. This is special. Early 2000s Ravens? I can't, I can't say that. No. Can't say that. But Rex Ryan Jets? Definitely better. I think this defense is better than that. Like this, yeah. which is just in terms, I know that's different, like not to say arrows, because it was like, but football is way different now than it was mm-hmm. in 2009, 2010. Just it's so geared towards the offense. But the fact that they have not allowed a 300 yard passer in almost two years under Salah, that's tough. Like, we're going to sit back, John, we're going to sit back and look. If the Jets ever, ever end up doing anything, right? Even if they get to the Super Bowl, lose, or get to an AFC Championship, lose. Mm-hmm. The draft class that Joe Douglas put together mm-hmm. is absolutely amazing. When you consider you got Garrett Wilson, and mm-hmm. you got Sauce Garner, and you got Jermaine Johnson, and you got Jeremy Ruckert, right? And AVT, like, what? Did you draft Quincy, or was he a free agent? Quincy was a free agent from the Jaguars, because mm. he had been two years mm-hmm. with the, uh, yeah. Like this is an elite, an elite roster. Oh, by the way, just to answer your question from earlier, the jersey that I'm wearing, I am wearing my Jets jersey in the studio. It's just a customized jersey for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where you, you were trying to figure out who the hell number five yeah, was. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is a famous number five? Yeah, no, nobody. It's funny because the first time I ever wore this jersey was to a game down in Miami. It was Jets mm-hmm. Dolphins. I think it was like Rex Ryan's last game as a Jet. And somebody came up to me and asked, it was a fellow Jet fan, and he was like, hey, like, who's number five on the team? And I, I fucking like, knew it. I fucking knew it. What? What'd you know? Who were number five? Recent player who were number five. Do you have an idea? Oh, for the Jets? Yeah. Uh, none's coming to mind right Teddy now. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> oh! Teddy Two Gloves. Tedrick. That's when I saw it. I was like, why is this jersey familiar? Oh, Teddy Two Gloves. Tedrick. Yeah. This is well before Teddy was on the Jets, but uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, no, it's just me. What's crazy is this jersey feels re- like it just, I don't know about you, but does it look just really big? I feel like the jerseys from back then. Yeah, they were boxier. Boxier. Yeah, because as we progressed and they changed the material that the jerseys are made out of, they yeah. wanted them to be more form-fitting. The idea is a baggier jersey is easier to grab. Yeah. Let's go back to the time of the early 2000s when we ran those type of jerseys, the Reebok jerseys. Yeah. I'm going to come in with my Yankees fitted, my Tim's. Got to wear the jersey backwards. Big. Yeah. My my size. 40. We gotta get footskitball jerseys. Footskitball jerseys. My size forty uh, Docker jeans. Oof. Yeah. Some Jinkos. <laughs> a fucking eight ball jacket. Oh, the eight ball jacket. Yes. Now I'm gonna get a what do you call it? A NASCAR jacket, but the Kellogg's one. That was tough. Um, but yeah, Jets. We're here, baby. This was great. This was a fantastic. The, our best win in the best win in the Robert Sala era mm-hmm. by far. Best win. Uh, and that's pretty much all I got on that. Jets going to the bye three and three. We're here, baby. The playoff hopes is still alive. And with that, the other undefeated team going into uh, this week, 49ers also lost. 
Um, that was like the big theme. surprise. Yeah, definitely a big surprise. Um, shout out Temple Legend, PJ Walker. PJ Walker doing the damn thing. Um, yeah, I. There's a lot of things that happened in this game, mm. right? McCaffrey gets hurt. I think Debo got hurt. Debo got hurt. Debo got hurt early in the like first quarter. Yeah, like there there's a lot of things that played against Brock. Purdy. Weather was horrible. Yeah, but horrible at the same weather. time, like and mind you, I, I like I feel like he's he's getting a little more flack than I think he deserves. Oh yeah, they're uh, what's his face? Armed uh, what's the left tackle's name? The good one. Trent Williams. Trent Williams got a little banged up in that game too. Trent Williams. Like that's that's someone that football players go. He's the best player in this in the league. Yeah. Um, but I th- I think that like yeah, I mean he was he had motherfuckers dropping balls in, in that final drive and all that. But like at the end of the day, they shouldn't have been in that position. But it just showed like don't let the game against the Ravens like fool y'all. That Browns defense is elite. Oh, it is. Like at every level. Yep. They are elite. And they showed that shit. And obviously, like I said, yeah, you have a bunch of offensive talent, like talented offensive players that were hurt. Kittle had one yard. Insane. Right? This Ayuk is, after, is still this, out there. This is after a three touchdown performance yeah. against, you know, on yeah. Sunday night against the Cowboys. Like, they are still a very good defense. The Ravens just had their number. Um, and like they showed it. And PJ made plays where he had to make plays and he fucking threw interceptions too. So it's not like the 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 49ers are out of the game at any point. Um, you just they if a team of that caliber shouldn't be in that position, but that that's what we're talking about. Nothing is is given in the National Football League. Um, but honestly, love to see love to see PJ whenever whenever he gets to to go and ball out. Because one thing PJ gonna do, he gonna throw the fucking ball. Bro, I root for every Temple hour, even oh, in the yeah, even bro. in the Jets game. Because I know Hassan Reddick had a season high two and a half sacks, and mm-hmm. it's like damn, like it sucks, but it's like damn, like we really went to school with these guys. Like, yeah, they're bro. all balling out in in the NFL. Pearson McGonagall. Right? Except for Dion was wilding last night, though. Oh, bro. Yeah, Dion was on one. <laughs> oh, I told you. How did we miss that in, in our in our Giants? Analysis? And I just think it's funny how like everyone that like talks about Dion was like, yeah, he's just a gentle fucking giant. No, oh, he's a nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, they were yeah, no. P- PJ did the damn thing. Yeah. Um, against a very good 49ers defense. And but back to what I was saying about Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. he put his team in a position to win without all his weapons, with all of that against him. Still like a 33-yard like field goal. Yeah. Like it, should, it was a chip I shot. I think it was 31. That should have been like a chip put shot. put his team in a position to win. Yep. And he was getting all that hate. And they're like, oh, he can't do shit. Like, nah, he did what he needed to do. And on that drive, they wouldn't have been in that position a lot sooner if motherfuckers didn't drop the ball. Like, if people... He hit people in their hands. They just didn't drop... They just didn't catch. So and also, just the defense, why would... Wow, do you allow the de- Why would you allow Cleveland to march down the field like that mm-hmm. and kick the field or and score? Exactly. Like, that... Be mad at the defense for allowing that. They should have mm-hmm. never been in that situation in the first place. So that's why I feel like the odds are stacked against Purdy, and he still do it, do what he had to do. But everyone's, you know, it's quarterback things. They're they're always going to get the flack because it's quarterback things. Um, so it's I don't know. It was, it was quite a a shocking. I, I still think the the Bills' loss would have been the icing on the cake of just like all these powerhouses losing. Um, except for Miami. Yes. Who was a wagon? Yeah. Like, if I describe Miami as a wagon, I think we're talking about, like, Meg the Stallion type. Mm. That type of wagon. Like, they are, they're they're rolling. And I see no, yeah. like, even with, 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 with Not Devon, like a big fake butt wagon? No, not, not a fake. There's nothing fake about this. Not, like, even with, De, with, 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 uh, Achon well, going down. I can they, they still put up 42. Like, that offense is still That elite. offense is a wagon. I, I fully 
believe that. But at the same time, they've only played one good team. Is it true? And they lost badly to that one good team. And that one good team barely snuck by a bad team. Yeah. This, this has been a funny uh, NFL season. So, like, the Dolphins, like, next week, they got a, they got a real game. My dude, yes, they play the Eagles. Um, my only caveat to the Eagles, and it's the thing that Jason Kelsey is mad about as well, is their inefficiency in the red zone, mm-hmm. which, as a Ravens fan, that was our problem last year. So that shit is the most frustrating. Hey, Justin, I'm right there with you. We have, uh, I think we've had nine trips to the red zone in the last two games, only like one, two, no, two touchdowns. Gotta have a like good that. kicker, bro. Gotta have a good kicker. Greg the leg. Shout out you, baby. Yeah. You gotta think about it. It's it's Greg. And um, I think some, some dude was like... Uh, Post game, some dude in the news is just like you guys are the best kicker outside of Baltimore. Um, Greg, Tuck, and fucking Elliot. Jake Elliott's a very good kicker as well. It was Moody up until this past Sunday yeah. too. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you the Dolphins will get a, a real test, and the Eagles, who I think are gonna, they're they're obviously gonna come out hot after this past one. Um, so that's why like they they are the only powerhouse team, like major powerhouse. I personally think we're a powerhouse, but we have not reached our potential yet. Mm-hmm. Our defenses though. Um, but yeah, all those other teams basically took took some L's. Um, also, are you talking about the uh, the Raiders game was on? One, I was surprised Brian Hoyer was still in the league. Yeah, he's still in the league. I was like, what the fuck? And if he was throwing dots. If there's a Patriots coach as a head coach, if there's a former Patriots coach somewhere as a head coach, Brian, Brian Hoyer will job. have a job. <laughs> he will have a job. But he was throwing dots. Not for nothing. He was making some throws, and I was like, "All right, he still yeah. got it." Came in the he came in the game. It was like his first or second pass attempt, forty yard bomb. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. I was like, "All right, I, I see you, kid." But uh, Patriots abysmal. Like it just make that's what so makes bad. the Jets being so three bad. and three kind of even funnier because they they won a game they shouldn't have, mm-hmm. which was against the Eagles, mm-hmm. and they lost a game they absolutely shouldn't have against the Patriots, like. That 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 loss is gonna come back to haunt the Jets later on in the season because this Patriots team may go maybe winless for the rest of the season, maybe get like two or three wins by the end of by the time it's over. Uh that's just a bad football team. Mac Jones stinks. Uh it's just a ticking, Oh, it's bad. It's a ticking I saw, I time. Think it was, um, they got Cunningham activated to the rack. I think it was roster. Colin Coward went on a rant where he was talking about like at every level, like even when quarterbacks don't play well, usually people like them. Mm-hmm. He was like, Mr. Rinty was trash. His teammates liked them. His coaches liked them. They're like, at every level, people don't fuck with Mac Jones. Like, it's a bad fucking look. Even the Jets, like with Zach, when Zach Wilson was at his worst, it's like, all right, like the teammates still kind of stuck up for him. And like, you all, and there was, but there was still people in the media that still didn't hate him. Like, you really think Zach Wilson hate was the same as Mac Jones hate? Not at all, but I think Mac Jones hate, I mean, they were both justified. Zach no, no, the ju- the justified to, to dry, but but dating. Mac Jones is different because not only it's not just his performance on the football field, it seems like he's an asshole. He just looked like a weirdo. He looked like, like, one, he looked like one of them. And they literally said they're like, even if you stack him up against other talented quarterbacks in the league, he looks like JV. <laughs> like he's he's not it. And we said last week, man, it might be a mutual pardon of ways for Belichick, or he's got to finally relinquish some control because he is. Not not doing a great job. The funny thing is, it's like at least with like Wilson, right? I'm just like using remember when they were saying he was better than Tua, and I'm not saying Tua's a fucking Mac. world beater, but yeah, they're only doing that because of they were like, oh well, he was able to bring them to the playoffs because they still had, I guess, kind of talent, and he was just like elite game managing at that point. Which, but that's what's funny about it, is like even then like bad, <laughs> even bad quarterbacks have like something that's like, all right, 
you, yeah. there's some Mitch type of Trubisky talent. could run. He was very athletic. Mitch Trubisky could run, right? Zach Wilson has a cannon for an arm, right? Every bad quarterback, ha Daniel Jones, he can, trait. he can run. Yeah. He's big. He can run. Every quarterback has one trait that it's like, you know what? If he just like really was really great at that, he'd be, you know, he'd be all right. Mm -hmm. Mac Jones has nothing. Nope. He don't got speed. He's a he's a he's a tree in the pocket, right? He's he don't got a even got personality. <laughs> no personality. He's hitting people in the nuts. He's not banging milfs. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Bro, he he looked like he was about to get benched for a third straight game. I mean, he probably was going to, if not for you know the, them putting together a semblance of. Bro, they went forty straight drives with a touchdown. I mean, I know the Giants have had some touch have their woes as well. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, Patriots offense is been just as bad just as bad mm -hmm. so glad they lost uh hopefully uh porn star jimmy gets healthy uh back yeah injury. they said they took him to the hospital but yeah. apparently he avoided the worst thing yeah it was yeah it was some, it was tough it was tough but it's okay he'll bounce back I can't uh believe they didn't run the ball i can't believe they didn't just take that one yard that's okay john that's you know. that's some charger shit john he it's the nfl nobody likes to run the ball on fourth and one anymore that's some um, real that's some real charger shit right there Let's see. Let's see. Really quick, going around. Uh, minute. Justin Fields. God damn. God damn. Oh, shout and out then to he him though it. for sitting here going. That shit popped out. He popped it back in. And was like, I'm, I'm gonna play. And they were like, Sir, you can't grip it's a football. Like, Sir, <laughs> Sir, please come with me. Uh, you, you know how nasty the next primetime game is gonna be, John? Ugh. No, 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 no. Just, just. just. Is it Bears Broncos? No, that happened already. John. The Bears Raiders? We got Bears Chargers on Sunday Night Football in two weeks. <laughs> I don't even know who their backup is after Fields. That's what we're going to see on Monday, on Sunday night. It's going to be bad, John. It's going to be bad. Yeah, it's going to be pretty, pretty I, gross. Looks uh, like I'll definitely be getting an early night that night. <laughs> right? It's like, you know, just let me put these bets in and go to bed. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't even care about this. Jacksonville took care of business, but of course Trevor Lawrence got hurt. I hate it. John, this is probably the, my worst year of fantasy football. Everybody's getting hurt. Oh, yeah. By the way, Christian McCaffrey, like we mentioned it in the, in the before, Christian McCaffrey hurt. Who knows how long he'll be out. Mm -hmm. I thought he was I thought he was past this, John. I thought he was going to I thought break. San Francisco I, did a great job of not making him have to do everything all the time. So it's preserved his body a little bit more. And somehow he still gets hurt. Damn it. Oh, it. speaking, fuck that dude fucking Simmons on the Titans. Oh, the one that went for the knee. That went yeah. for Zay. Yeah, I saw that. Like, that was messed up. Bro, like, what the fuck? That like, was Bro, up. you're talking about your big ass really could have ended a promising rookie's career. For, like, for that what? would change his entire family. For what? You don't need... You're a big dude. You don't need to jump on someone's ankle to get them down you, he was when already, they're already wrapped was, up. Yeah, he was by already two being people. wrapped up. You yeah. literally could have just walked over and hugged all three of them and picked them up. Or just, like, not do anything because I'm pretty sure the rusher could probably get exactly. them to play dead like, anyway. Shout out to Odell for sticking up for the yeah. homie. Good teammate award. Um, But... Like I, I don't know, man. Uh, outside of that, Desmond Ritter's trash. Desmond Ritter's trash. Desmond Ritter's trash. He is. He puts together the semblance of a drive at the end, and it was like, wow. All of a sudden, you're gonna make passes. No. And then the interception again. <laughs> no, but it was a three straight pass where it's like incomplete. That was a bad pass. Yeah. Incomplete. Damn, that was a bad pass. Yeah, bro. Interception. Damn it, Ritter. <laughs> like, oh my god. It. It honestly, you know what it felt like watching Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> it's like okay, we finally has it. We got a good drive going. Mitch Trubisky, hold my beer. <laughs> like it's a it's a combination of Desmond Ritter's incompetence, combination, and like <laughs> bad play calling. Like use your weapons, dog. Like you have so many you have offensive weapons at every level. You have what could be a one tight like essentially a one tight end, mm -hmm. a one wide receiver, and 
the running back that is going to be he's the he's the hope of running backs getting paid basically like Bijan stays stays healthy you're going to have to pay him and then that will open the the opportunity of running backs getting paid again yep right like that's what it's going to come down to but they just like it's sad and then you heard Dion talking about hey I let my boys go to the league if we can get them both into A <laughs> like if I'm fucking Atlanta, uh, <laughs> if I'm fucking Atlanta, I call Dion and go, hey, just don't announce it really last minute. You guys don't have to play that well. We're going to take him. Yo, high key. Um, because at least we know Shador going to throw the fucking ball. Oh, that's, that would be so fun. I'm not going to lie. Atlanta games would be so fun if it was Shador and you got Bijan. It'd be a movie. Oh, my God. It'd be a movie. Crazy, bro. Oh, shout out Cooper Cup. He's back. Yeah. He's back. Like, yeah. don't people, Puka Nakua, fantasy owners, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a good run. It was a good. It was a good five weeks. Very we had, good run. We had a last good, week was still pretty good too. It was still pretty good too. He, hey, if he caught that touchdown pass, it, would, it still would have been a solid. It would have been a solid week. Yeah. But I mean, ah. but remember, Cooper did look a little banged up that game. So, and there's At, no need for him to rush. But I the mean, Rams are still they're a tough out team. Four for twenty six, John. I don't know. Puka, Puka fantasy guys. I'm, it was a good run again. Yeah, it was a good run. That was the reason why. Um, I had Puka starting instead of Terry McLaurin, but I didn't trade Terry McLaurin for that reason when Cooper Cup came back. Because you knew Cooper's coming back. Yeah. Look at that, 7 for 148. Jeez, this guy is a, bon- is a monster. But Shout out to the Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown. Did you see the block that Keg Rutt cracked? Oh, oh, whoa. Fucking elite we were, block. We were going crazy in the room for it. That was fire. It came out like, of nowhere. What, somebody was like, why are you guys going crazy over a block? I'm like, dog, like, what do you, you mean? You don't know like, ball. This is, this is, yeah, ugh. you don't know ball. Come on, there man. There he is. This is Mr. Mid himself. Dakota Rain. Chocolate rain. <laughs> Shout out Tay's on day. Um, yeah, the Lions are the goods, bro. Lions are the goods. The Lions are the goods. Bad Baker. Yeah, ba- I was so disappointed, man. Yeah. I'm hoping he has a bounce back week, honestly. You know what? You guys took him because y'all don't know ball. Uh, <laughs> I think the I think the Lions' history is working against them in our picks. Oh, because okay. they're, they're not allowed to have sustained sustained success. Well, they have had sustained success when I pick them twice this year, so. I can't pick him a third time. Three t- third times charm. I'll run it back with him. We, we, we riding this rag until the wheels fall off, baby. But that's about it for the uh, NFL. So I think we are, well, not NFL. That's our recap. Uh, we are going to now our favorite segment of the NFL season. It is that time. Picks, and we are back with another week. Um, last week, JT had a great fucking week. Uh, he is still on top of the leaderboard at twenty-one and seven. After nah, going tell him how five, great of a week uh, I, I was getting there. Oh, okay, I was getting there. Okay, you jumping the gun? I am a little bit. Sorry, I'm um, used to that. <laughs> he went five and zero oh last week. Damn right. Um, Raise After Dale. that, Matt, who basically had almost all the same picks, uh, went four and one, and he is. I mean, we have the same amount of wins, but I have more losses. So, because of the boost? Yes. So uh, he's at 16-9. I am 16-11. I went another 500 week for me at 2-2. Two and two. And um, Miles is still lagging behind um, at 8-16. and 16, Going 2-3 and three last Gross. Week. Yeah. But it's a new week with actually a pretty good slate of games. Um, so first game. We got the Detroit Lions at my Baltimore Ravens at the bank. You know the vibes of Baltimore every week. It's going to be a good game. Oh, I don't know. 
Matt, what are you thinking? I'm not, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give John's Ravens a chance. Let's go. Give him a chance, huh? For the sake of just being different, Lions get a huge, huge win on the road in the bank. Huge win at the bank. <laughs> it's probably their, this would be their best win of the season. Statement Absolutely, win. and that would put them at six and one. Statement win if they could get it. Next game, which is our mid, it can really go either way game. <laughs> um, <laughs> the battle, not the battle of the mid. <laughs> Literally, uh, we have the Atlanta Hawks at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, looking to, to rebound from their disappointing performance. But hey, Lions are a good team, so can't even be that mad at them. They played. They did play the Lions, right? Yeah. Who you got? I'm gonna wait for you. I'm gonna see how the board plays it out. <laughs> um, I got, I think Tampa Bay's got to bounce back, and just Desmond Ritter is very bad at football. And the way that that Bucks defense locked up Laporta, those linebackers are playing great. Um, I think that uh, I think we got to go with Tampa Bay. They they got to get that dub at home. Two back to back home games. You can't drop both. Can't drop both. Indeed, John, you are absolutely right. I will also be going with the. Uh Buccaneers, uh, my favorite type of pirate, actually. Um, my favorite. My favorite type of pirate is the straw hat, actually. So. Uh, uh, sorry, my favorite type of swashbuckler, <laughs> if you will. Um, yeah, Buccaneers get a big bounce back win. I don't think Ritter's going to show up on the road. He hasn't been able to do that all season. I'm getting on the train. Hey, that is a clean sweep. Miles also picked Tampa Bay as he uh, called in. Wow, I just fucked that whole B up. Um, as he... Texting in his picks this week. And, Things uh, you can say, say on primetime picks and in New York. <laughs> uh, if I didn't say it before, he also picked Detroit to win the first game. After that, we got, listen, man, we sit here, and there's been a couple times this season already where we're predicting this game to be a shootout, mm-hmm. and it really isn't. Mm. So another game that should be a shootout, <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers at Arrowhead at Kansas City. What are we thinking? Thinking a nice 24 to 20 win by the Chiefs. I ain't mad at that. Hmm. 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 How they doing? They're not doing too well right now. And these are the mid boys. So give me the Chiefs. Looks like it's going to be another clean sweep because I'm taking the Chiefs at home. Hmm. Because nobody does the chop like the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> or the Atlanta Braves. Oh no! Our last matchup, <laughs> the Cleveland what? The nasty <laughs> man and the doo Browns. Um, he might be back next week. Listen, that's what I wanted to fucking talk about. This man has no incentive to play, and seemed like he saw what the 49ers did to the Giants and was like, "I'm good. I'm 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 gonna sit this one out, guys," because he's been medically cleared to play for the past two weeks. And then you got David Njoku who burned his face off playing two days after. Did you see the picture of that? Yeah. That yeah, was nasty. Well, how crazy. Yeah, Matt, go look up. After this, go look Go look up David Njoku's face. Yeah. He literally, like, burned it off he bur- and then burned still it, like, played. burned it, like, with, like, oil on, yeah. like, a... It was either Thursday or Friday and played on Sunday. Damn. And Deshaun Watson practiced almost all week. Missed, like, one day. They were like, oh, yeah, he should be fine. And then the day before, I was like, I'm not playing. Wow. And it was medically cleared. So, apparently, the team don't really bang with him right now either. But... That's some, got, that's some hockey shit. He got his money. That is some hockey shit, yeah. Matt. Burning your face. <laughs> so, last matchup should be a good one. 
the Miami Dolphins get their first test of the season in Philadelphia against the Eagles. Oof. Give me the Eagles. There we go. This is a tough one, man, because you got it's a track meet versus, you know, some garbage men out there. <laughs> you know, this is two clashes. Miami, glitz and glam of Miami versus the hard nose of Philly. Oh, my goodness. Philly's going to be without Lane Johnson for a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb might be ping, ping, uh, pinning his ears back. You know what? Dolphins right the ship. They get a statement win in their second big test of the season. They go up to Philadelphia. Tyreek Hill is going to have another 100-plus yard game. Give me the Dolphins. What was their first big test? Bills. Oh, you're right. After they lost. After they lost. Reclamation. And, uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I don't think they dropped two in a row. I don't think they lose this game at home. And the Dolphins' offense is legit. Their defense, Indeed. we're going to find out. Yeah, we will. No, we definitely will. But sometimes the best defense is a great offense. Not when the other team controls time and possession. All right. Let's see. So, for our super boost this week, what are you guys thinking? Miles has chosen Miami for his super boost. Thoughts? You already know the vibes. I'm going with the Ravens for the culture. Hmm. I think I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go with my super boost as the Buccaneers. Okay. Which, in general, like now that I said it out loud, is not very safe. <laughs> not playing it safe at all. It's not playing it safe, but like out of all the teams, I think it feels the safest. Okay, maybe. Give me the Chiefs. That that I think is the safest. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I can kind of weird. Is Taylor? Wait, is Taylor Swift gonna be in the stadium? <laughs> Travis Kelsey putting on motherfucking numbers. Is that Swift confirmed? In the yeah, but not getting any time touchdowns. That's the problem. All right, that is it for our episode of NFL Week Seven Primetime Picks. May the odds ever be in your favor. And we will catch y'all next week with more picks. And hopefully y'all win some money as we are also trying to win some money. And then we'll be at full strength when Miles is back. Yeehaw. Giddy up. Raise hail, praise the <laughs> All right. Now that we are done with sports, it's time for some anime. We're just doing one anime segment this week with Weeb Leaky. And we are talking about the JJK episode that everyone is talking about. For various fucking reasons. Very different reasons. Yeah, very, very different reasons as everyone was talking about this episode. But it was episode 11 of season 2 of Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, we watched it right before we recorded. And uh, this shit was fire. Like, I don't know, man. Not not even, I don't know. I fucking know. These shows that we've been doing for Wii Weekly have been top fucking tier. Um, everyone, we watched an episode and it's like, damn, this shit fire. Indeed. Indeed. Um, this episode starts off with uh nobara i can't remember the blonde girl's name fighting fucking homie with the hand sword Mm -hmm. um more like getting washed by homie with the hand sword blonde ponytail booed yeah and um right before we fully get to that point um also just starting off with the the bar from nanami of him just talking about like yeah no i refuse to ever get comfortable with failure and this is when he goes to pick up old boy who didn't deserve to die. He did not. He was just on the phone. Yeah. Talking. You know, he was he just a, trying to do his best as a normal person. Then he got a knife right to the gut. Yeah. By blonde, by blonde ponytail boy. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is now we're, we're, we're starting to, they're starting to emphasize more. We, we knew Nanami was a problem. Right? Oh, yeah. We knew, we knew that before. We saw an extent of it when he fought Mahito. Now we get to see Mei Mei being a problem. And 
she had a fucking fire monologue where she was walking that curse bear down and explaining her whole history and shit. She went, if you didn't realize, my curse power is basically just all about crows. So you must be wondering, how did I get so strong <laughs> with the curse power? She low-key had a Dion monologue. Like, she was like, you must be wondering how I got so strong. Look at me, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was she was like, I maximized my physical attributes. Then when that couldn't go no yeah. higher. Then I had to go back and look at my curse and figure out how to make that better. And that's what made me a grade one sorcerer. Now, here I am. A motherfucking problem. When she asked, like, what is the meaning of life? And she the asked, value, the value, the value of, life. of life. And she asked uh, her cuck boy. Um, <laughs> and he was like, oh, whatever their value is to you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, that's kind of tough. Not going to lie. Mm -hmm. And then. You thought she was going to say some monetary I number, thought, right? I thought she was going to say something else. And she was like, yeah, honestly, life is only as good of an asset as you, as you are to me. And I'm like, damn. She would make an elite Domination? GM. Oh. I mean, also that. Like, yeah, that too. <laughs> we'll circle back to that. But yes, an elite, an elite sports GM because damn, like she, mm -hmm. however good asset you are, damn, she's probably. To be honest, numbers. she probably is the GM for an NFL team somewhere. Probably. Yeah. Not the Marlins, but you know. Uh, that was wild. I forgot about that too. Um, but that whole thing was fire, even to where like. Well, well, we'll get to it. Well, that's what. All right. So even just that that scene, right? I was mm -hmm. confused, and I know we talked about this earlier, but like, what she was killing, that was a cursed, uh, spirit. Yeah, because that was the same. Not not the same, but like it's the same type of entity, kind of that what Itadori mm -hmm. fought in the Grasshopper. Yes. But this one felt way, way, way more human. Well, it looked more human too. If you remember, well, you obviously don't. I'm not saying that in a constant way, but that was... I most anyway. likely don't. Um, it was more so because you're asking the question. Um, but uh, before they split up, she asked Itadori. She's like, they're like, yo, there's two spirits coming our way. Are they? Do they feel stronger than the one that you fought? And I think he said yes. Mm. And she was like, all right, you go. I'm going to stay here and handle this shit. Mm. And she just showed how, how easy that was. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of handle, mm -hmm. this... This is what had, I'm still going to call it Twitter. Um, it's always Twitter. This is what had Twitter talking. This is what had the hoes out here acting fucking rabid. Yeah, y'all are some, I th again, I said this last week too, I think, maybe. I'm going to say it again. Look, I thought I was bad, and, and trust me, trust me, John and Miles will tell you I am bad. I thought I was bad, but y'all on anime Twitter... Y'all are extraordinarily horny. Like, it's beyond comprehension horny. I could not even fathom to get to the level of horny that 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 the women are for this particular scene with Nanami. John. That's a wild statement, too, coming from JT. John, there was a tweet I saw. There was a tweet I saw where, where, was the, uh, where Nanami is holding old boy, old boy by, his, by his ponytail, right? Mm -hmm. Holding it up. Girl was like, I'd let him be racist to me. <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> All right, Doja Cat, relax. What? You're, she was in chat room showing feet. I'm <laughs> nah, like, nah. Chat room. I'm telling you, it was so crazy because I saw a Photoshop, you know, like that famous pic of uh, that small white girl that's on that couch mm -hmm. surrounded by all mm -hmm. bro it was a photoshop and it was nothing but like all the male the characters the male, bro it was Nanami Itadori Ghetto 
Um, Gojo. Gojo. Probably Toji. And I'm sitting here like, mind you, somebody like photoshopped their face onto the girl. And I'm Not like, their face. I'm like, yo, you guys are going crazy. Yeah, I had so never, ever seen this level of horny in my life. <laughs> this is absurd. Now, with that being said, LMAO, y'all wildin', but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, my son Anonymy was on one this episode. Bro, as soon as he, you know what? Like, tell. listen, like, listen, hear me out. Hmm? Let me finish. I didn't even, I didn't even say nothing yet. That's oh, crazy. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Yes. He was absolutely on one mm-hmm. that I was like, damn, Anonymy is really that guy. Now, if you like men, I could understand why someone doing that is cause you to feel more than him being that guy. Because from the whole, like, calmly walking in and saving the day right calm on some calm, calm shit didn't didn't run first, no first of all can we stop how he came in oh on some yes. stone cold steve like literally the glass broke i gotta see if i could clip that bro i was surprised i didn't i was surprised that they didn't show uh have two beers just randomly fly into the screen and he <laughs> caught him like that shit was crazy um, but by that, God, by God, Natami's here. Natami's here. Oh, the rock is paralyzed. Natami is here. Like, that's like the type of time in that scene had. Like, that was bro, elite setup. Everything about it. My son came. And now, like, I don't remember his power to a T, but the gist of it from what I remember is basically his power allows him to find, like, the weak point in anything, right? So he usually got his cleaver. Mm-hmm. Man said, nah, nah, we're not going to use that for this wrapped up the tie around his fist <laughs> it was like yeah i want to i want to make sure this shit hurt boy <laughs> and it was from the first fucking pun- well first of all before we get to that shit yes no bro got rocked he did no nah, i'm not like gonna- it was looking slim but shout out to her for like not passing out not even dropping fully to the floor she ate that punch and got herself to talk after basically getting her jaw fucking like she was Kanye West in that bitch, bro. They literally did like the Mortal Kombat, the like, X-ray know, shit for Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. When you hit somebody just right and it just shows like the skull cracking, mm-hmm. that's literally what they showed. And I'm like, yeah, wow, Mappa was on one on that she one. Got bro. A, she got a strong chin. That's crazy. Cat yeah. Williams was impressed. I thought you were gonna say strong jaw. Ah, uh, we gotta see, we gotta see. But uh, Nanami pull up. That first fucking punch, bro. One for us to be like, oh, it wasn't just a normal punch. He can use his power without using the fucking. That knife. was kind of cool how they showed the little like yeah. scale thing. <laughs> and then the I, again, I don't know the dude's name, but he sat here and said, "Oh shit, I died." Like he was like, "If I didn't use my my power, I wouldn't I, be here I, right now." <laughs> I died like full up, full on. And then my son is just, how many people you got? Where are they? That was it. He just, that's all, all he was asking. Business, Excuse bro. Me, sir, I'm only going to ask you once. Mm-hmm. How many people do you have in your criminal organization? Literally. Fucking, I don't know. Hit him. He's like, you killed all them people outside? Them regular ass people in the suits? That was you? Uh, hit him again. It was the fucking, the Tina Belcher shit. Basically. Uh, nah, when, na- when uh, oh, why am I blanking on her name? Nails girl. Uh, yeah, Nobro. When Nobro said, I forget what she said, but he's on the floor bleeding out and he's like, this is not the time. Oh no, read the room. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Nanami, bro, Nanami punched a hole in this dude's chest. It was so strong. It made the sign on the outside of the building fall off. That is some insane type power. Like he is crazy. He's absolutely crazy. 
Oh my goodness, that was just yeah. So that was again, unbelievable. Like that was that was big main character energy. That's what that was. Uh, he was really fucking on it, and I'm glad he got to get a shine. That moment, like honestly, the whole scene's like even just the the like sort of torture scene where homie was was cutting my girl up. Like the way they did the blood splatter, I just think like from an animation standpoint, it was fucking gorgeous. It you brought they brought the tension in that scene. Like they cut the music, you heard it every time he hit him, like all of that. Oh, I love the build up to him to mm -hmm. Nanami coming in because you could just it was almost like like a drum beat and it yeah. like got louder and louder mm -hmm. and louder until And his Oxfords. Yeah. Until the with the suspenders on looking like one of those uh Wall Street bros from like the nineteen <laughs> like eighties or something like that. You gotta you made a good point. Um, we're in the green room. JT goes, nah, it's really hilarious how this man is this strapped and was like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to go work in a cubicle. Bro, he was, bro, like, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, you know what? Like, I mean, I'm strong, but like, this shit, I'm not really I don't feeling need, it. I don't need this stress in my life. I'm just going to go crunch some numbers really quick. Like, I'd, I'd rather, man's would rather Xerox papers <laughs> than fight curses i'm not mad at him for it because fighting curses seems like a, a bitch and a half to do yeah for sure but it's just dumb funny how he was just a regular guy at one point yeah um after that like we get another thing with may right she she meets up with ghetto mm -hmm. ghetto goes she first she's questioning him and then she by process of elimination is like nah they're not working together with gojo gojo could have ended this whole fucking world if he wanted to yeah he's and like wait goes, yeah because he was like wait didn't didn't gojo kill this nigga like last yeah, summer she's like, did, <laughs> did he fuck this shit up um and then also was like she she deduced that like this isn't real ghetto she's mm -hmm. like this is definitely an imposter and she's like well that she's like this is a damn shame because now i gotta put the fucking paws on you um but he pulls out his trump card he was like, oh, well, let me introduce you to my friend. You might have heard of him yeah. called Smallpox. She's literally. Like, Wait, what? And now you got a curse that's just Smallpox. Yeah, what? He's fucking fighting the Mayans? Bro, and then he's like, all right, well, when you if you beat him, you can come get me. I'll be waiting down mm -hmm. the track. She was like, all right, fine. As soon Smallpox as he, did some shit. As soon as he walks away, Smallpox, domain expansion. Nigga, what? Yeah. I didn't know they could do domain yeah. expansions, too. <laughs> That's cheating. The main expansion from a non-sentient curse, crazy. And again, she gets put in a coffin, gets crushed, cuts her way out, and drops a fucking bar to where her fanboy is just like, here we go. No, Sits here and goes, no, call him by what he is. A cuck? Yeah. He's not a cuck. I don't know what he is, but He's I don't, I don't like him. Don't fanboy. Like, no, I don't like him at all. All right, anyway. F that guy. Screw him and whatever oh, boat he can. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, there's you go. We, we st John. I know. Still, we still need to throw a touchdown, but we got the yards. And we still need Eckler. I know. Believe that's, me, that's, I know. That's, that's what hurts. Um, but, but she drops the fucking line and goes, how many years has it been since something threatened my life? Now, that was kind of tough. I'm not going to lie. Because D said, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been pushed to the brink like this. Not even pushed to the brink. She hasn't been pushed to the brink like this. She's like, hmm, this, this might be a challenge. She said, I haven't been threatened in God knows how long. And just because she's threatened doesn't mean she don't think that she's going to come yeah, out of here on skate. Not like, sweet, boy. She's still going to, hey, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this fight. Oh, yeah. The the way this episode ended, um, everything was queued up. One, uh, Toji's body overpowering the soul that was put in it 
He's yeah. different. And he said he said, well, my he said that from the beginning. He's like, my body is different for a reason. Had that grandma shook. The grandma was like, Bro. grandson? He's like, grandson? Like, I don't know you. Wait, that's impossible. I did. I specifically. I took precautions. Precautions. I don't let the soul go through. It's just the body. And he's like, well, I mean, I'm built different. Literally. I don't know what to tell you. She's I'm like, built different. You must not know. I'm him. <laughs> and. Basically, it was just like the shit out of his grandma, bro. <laughs> but Matt, pearls off that bitch. Matt, how funny was that scene though? When it's all you see is, is her. She's on screen one second, off screen the next, and it's just her pearls floating in midair. He wrecked his grandma. Brazing. <laughs> but my son fucking hit her with the fucking one piece shave, and just appeared. And was just so so now Toji's in the For fucking sure, fray now. Gets fisted by grandson. Oh whoa, he's not wrong with the the description there, <laughs> like at all. It's just kind of crazy that he would use that description. That was nice. He said what the people were thinking. Now let's be nice. Let's be nice. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but he didn't have to say it. Uh, <laughs> the intrusive thoughts one. The intrusive thoughts one. That is hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm only thinking because did they I'm surprised he didn't throw a flag. Unless did they oh, just no, block saying that Did he block him into it? it didn't touch the Yeah. But they're saying it didn't touch the Cowboys. No, it had so to the, have touched the Cowboys. No, the refs are saying that it's going the other way. See? It didn't touch the guy that dove on it? After? Did, I think they're saying it touched the Chargers first. I okay. guess he hit him. No, but the he didn't just get blocked into. All right, because well, you could go, block someone else into him. He hit his shoulder. Oh, he touches he touched it. it first. No, they're saying the Chargers got touched it first. Either that or here. See, his right arm hits him instead of the body. You know what I mean? Maybe he didn't hit him square with the blocker. But if the blocker does, the blocker touch first. If the blocker touches first, then he he's okay to touch him. That's interesting. Uh -huh. I guess I mean, they're gonna review it. That's interesting. Matt, if you get sound in there and you can tell us what they say. I mean, I could just probably tell us right here. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, like this, we have Toji's back in the fucking fray. Who knows what he's going to want to do? We know Gojo is locked up. Um, Nanami is just like, yo, y'all got to stay here. No bear is tight. So Nanami is about to meet up with um, Maki and her grandpa, her racist grandpa. <laughs> and is about to be on some shit. Um, Itadori is now separated from Fushiguro because Fushiguro is taking an old boy back, the upperclassman. Who's, it's not looking good for, for for the boy. Not looking good for the kid. And now Itadori meets up with um Homie, the the brother from those other brothers that him and Nobara fought at the end of season one, mm -hmm. who just, he wants to kill Itadori. So remember, the, the curses are playing a game of who gets to Itadori first. The ones who want to kill him or the ones who want to turn him into Sukuna. So he meets up with first dude who wants to kill him. <laughs> so that's going to be a good ass fucking fight. Like you said, Mei Mei is going to be a good fight. Who knows what's going to happen with Toji? Like this was not only was it a very entertaining episode from like a, just this standpoint, it tees up the next episode and the rest of the season really, really fucking well. Matt, thoughts? How are we feeling? Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for... 
for this like big resolution. I feel like there's still a lot to go too, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Like before they get to the whole freeing Gojo situation. Mm -hmm. If he ever gets freed. Well, yeah, true. But that's also what's kind of cool about it. Is like I, I don't, I almost don't even care about that because like it's actually pretty fun to like see everybody do their thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and like see certain people get stronger and certain people lose some pretty intense battles. So. Yeah. Especially for me, because like I'm, I'm finally like seeing a lot of these characters that I probably missed in season one. I think it hit his foot. Um, oh, it touched his hand. But yeah, I'm. That's one of the things that I look for in shows that especially have like a team of main characters. It's not just one person. Um, I, I think that good shows allow everyone to have their shine, and that's why like shows like Dragon Ball Z and or just the whole Dragon Ball universe and. Honestly, Naruto did a decent job with like letting other people have some moments to shine. But like there's a lot of shows where people not just anime, it's just shows in general where just the main character is the only person. So I, I like it when what you're talking about happens and they're they're doing a great job with it right now, just teeing up all these battles. Um Yeah, I feel like it's kinda cool that like everybody sort of has their own motive mm -hmm. too. <clears throat> like it's it's not just like a big team effort, like let's go free Gojo. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody's kind of in it for their own reasons and has like their own reasons to grow and win and do what they got to do. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel a little as cliche. Yeah. Mm. doesn't feel it doesn't feel like, hey, we got to go rescue Sasuke. Yes. Type. It's OK. Well, some people are going to go rescue Gojo, mm -hmm. but Maymay's just in there like, all right, this, I'm just doing this shit so it can benefit me. I don't mm -hmm. give a shit about. We still got to save the people, too. We got to save the people. But it's like, hey, I'm just in it for my own gain. Mm -hmm. uh nanami obviously he's obviously he cares about goji he wants he wants goji to be like, all right but that's, yeah. that's not his, but main his priority. priority is just saving everything exactly. like he's trying to take these motherfuckers out i think itadori is also the same way i think itadori i think honestly his main motivation is to kill mahito i think obviously he wants to save gojo yeah but like if he sits here and goes well, Gojo ain't going nowhere. If I kill Mahito to help me save Gojo, he'll do that shit first. Uh, yeah. I Makes think sense. if he has the option, he'll kill Mahito before he saves mm -hmm. Gojo. I need to see. I need to see Panda get in the action somewhere. Axe, bro, with that other, cause that other dude, that yeah, was the one that made me was like. They're, uh, they're still chilling us outside. No, no, they went in. They went in already. Yeah, they said it. Um, uh, in the beginning of this episode, especially when they dropped that last veil, they were like, all the sorcerers are now moving around freely. Oh wait, isn't it because like the only veils that are left is the one that's holding in Gojo. And the people. And the people on B5. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and that was the one where um, Mei Mei was like, she hasn't seen that much natural talent since that dude who's with Panda. Mm -hmm. So that was when she was like, damn, Itadori's like that. Just from like doing regular shit. We haven't seen that since homie, that dude. So I definitely want to see what that character can bring to the fray. We know a little bit what Panda can do. But like, yeah, there's a lot of things. Coming. I mean, shit, Fushiguro's going to have to come back in point. He might run into his pops. Oh, that would be so crazy. Right? Little demon dogs action going on. Yep. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. Play was reversed. Um, yeah, it's, you guys uh, got anything else? That's all I got. Very good episode. That's pretty much all I got, too. I definitely. Definitely glad yeah, I saw like, that. I don't think this episode left very many question marks. Mm -hmm. But it's very definitive and did a good job teeing up. Yeah. Love that. And it was incredibly entertaining along the way. Um, that's all we got for you guys, man. Uh, 
for next week, ABC will be back. So make sure you watch Mashley Muscles and Magic 7, 8, and 9. Um, and that's it, man. We're going to catch y'all next week. Be back at full strength. Hey. Thank you guys for listening. We out. Do, 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 do. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.